Welcome to Larry's Entertainment Lab, where we're going to talk about video games, music, hockey, and craft beer. I'm not Larry. And I am Larry. Almost. Almost. So today's uh, brewery of the episode is Little Red Barn. They're in Winston, Connecticut, and uh, we're going to try their freshly squeezed. They did just come out with Little Red Palm Tree. Yeah! So we're going to crack this open. Freshly squeezed. I think it's better than how it was in the summer, and I got confirmation that they are doing different things. I haven't had this batch, so I'm excited to try it. Oh yeah. We're getting drunk tonight, Larry. Yeah, we are. These are big cans. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Little Red Barn. Smells good. Oh yeah. That's a good hazy boy. Yeah, that's got some really good. It's not too bitter. Nice flavor. Citrus. Goes down easy. Yeah, very citrusy. Only 4.9%, so good summer beer. That's it? Man, I got pretty drunk the other day off of them. But uh, yeah, if you're uh, ever in the Winstead area, you can definitely go check them out. They make really good stuff. Yeah, just go. Just yeah, go. just go. Next up, video games. What's new in the eShop? Well, I just downloaded Nikes Nights. Nights and bikes. Nights and bikes. Never heard of it. <laughs> I never did either. I saw it was uh, there was a pre-release, and of course I ordered it. It's pretty cool. It's by Double Fine, I think. They did Costume Quest and Costume Quest 2. And I just like their art style. Here's the trailer. All right, so that was Nights and Bikes. What do you think of it? Because you've obviously played it and I haven't. Well, the whole probably couple hours I played, I like it. I don't I don't really know the story too much. It's uh, like 
the main character's mom is dead and she was an adventurer of sorts and that's what this kid is trying to be is an adventurer you collect things you can customize your bike i think i haven't gotten that far yet it's a cheap game i'm pretty sure it's like under 20 dollars right now in the eShop. so there's a couple new releases uh one by Square Enix called Turning Test, which you could probably pull up the trailer for that. It's um, it's a lot. It looks a lot like Portal, like it's a first-person shooter puzzle game, and it looks pretty neat. It's on sale in the eShop right now for $16.99 until $2.21. Rated T for Teen. It looks cool. I mean, obviously it's been out for PC and Xbox and whatever for a while, but it is new on the eShop, so it looks interesting. And for $16.99, I might check it out. We'll see. The Crash and Spyro trilogies are also on sale for half off right now at $19.99. Ukulele is also on sale. If you haven't played that and you were a fan of the Banjo-Kazooie games, you should definitely check that out. I'm, we both have it. Um, I've been really, I'm almost at the end of it. Uh, I've really enjoyed it so far. I hear the Impossible Layer is better, which is the sequel. That is also on sale for 33% off at $20.09 on the Nintendo eShop, so I'll probably get that. And then they made a pinball game that's 66% off called Yoku's Island Express. It's like a Metroidvania and a pinball game combined. Uh, I got some pretty good stuff on Reddit. I saw I actually read a thread about it the other day, and it's $6.79. Down to the penny. But you get taxed in Connecticut, so uh, <coughs> it's going to be like $10. So that's basically what's new if you go check great deals and new releases on the eShop. Because I just did that before we started recording, so that's that's what I've gathered. You got anything else to add about eShop? I haven't been on the eShop in a long time. Ugh, the truth comes out. I know. By a long time, I mean like last week. 
So what's up with the Super Nintendo World opening at Universal Studios Orlando? Well, I didn't look that up at all. You didn't. So Nintendo is making an amusement park based on all of Nintendo, basically. I mean, Mario's a big part of it. So it's opening in Tokyo in this summer is going to be the first one. And then they're doing one in Singapore, Orlando, and then Hollywood, California, eventually. Uh, the Orlando one is slated to open in 2023, and they're spending $544 million on it, which is $90 million more than what they spent to make Harry Potter World. So it should be pretty cool. Uh, they have a couple of videos if you go on YouTube and type in uh, Super Nintendo World like Tokyo. They have some videos about it with like... Uh, that's like the official trailer of like with the CGI of like what it's all gonna look like. But the uh, the Orlando one's supposed to be very similar to the Jap the Japanese one. But it'll it'll kind of be cool to like ride a roller coaster that's like Mario Kart themed. Yeah. like a wristband you could get when you're walking around the park that like Bluetooth connected to your phone and to like defeat enemies and stuff. Kind of make the whole experience like feel like you're actually in Mario's world pretty much. Like AR? Yeah. A little? Yeah, I think so. It's pretty cool. I'm honestly surprised they haven't, like, made a theme park before. <clears throat> yeah, if they had this when I was a kid, I would rather go here than, like, Disney World. Yeah. Sorry, all Disney fans. Like, Mickey Mouse is cool, but Mario, come on. Here we go! <laughs> Good timing. Uh, if you Google it, there's like more plans about like the roller coasters and stuff. I know they're definitely doing like a Mario Kart one, and um, they should do Mario Kart go karts like in Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, I wonder. I think they're doing that instead of having like you know the Hogwarts castle. They're gonna have like the princess castle, and it's gonna look just like the video game. It's it's probably gonna be really cool. So that's supposed to open this summer. Actually, right now, I believe Universal is doing a contest that just started open for submissions. I don't know what you have to do. I haven't looked into the details, but um, they're actually sending... It's something to do with New York City, I think, in the Nintendo store where you have to do something and then you're entered to win a trip to the opening in Tokyo, which would be pretty cool. 
but I'll just wait until 2023 to go to Orlando. More than likely. So three years from that, from now, and that should be open in Florida. Well, mark your calendars, guys. Mark your calendars. Your calendars. Shall we move on to music? All right, let's go to music. I got nothing. All right, let's uh, move on. Uh, We'll check out uh, the Dwelling of Duels this month. Did they ever finish what they... uh... Yeah, the January month is done. They're on to February month now. So again, since we're probably not going to release the other episode, Dwelling of Duels is, if you actually scroll to the bottom, we could read the description. I clicked on something. Go back. Go back to the main page. Oh, man. I think I just skipped over. Yeah, I just went straight to duels. Uh, I just skip everything. Yeah, if you read the about DOD over there in the side. Oh. Dwelling of Duels is a monthly video game music competition. Competitors must... I can't read that from this angle. Competitors submit redone versions of game music and the entries are voted upon by the community. Entries must comply with the rules, briefly put as following. The songs must follow the current month's theme. The song must previous be previously unreleased. What does that mean? That means like you can't you you can't like if you're in a band, like it can't already be a song that was written and like released. Like it has oh, to wow. be, you have to record it within the month. The song mm. must not be shorter than two minutes. The main instrument must be played live. You can uh, email your submissions and votes to Dodd Songs. <laughs> I like they're Japanese. Dod Songs at gmail.com. And they've been they've been at this since like 2004, and it's the community has grown. I mean, they have their regulars that submit every month, but sometimes you get a lot of new artists. It's it's a really cool thing. So the first month was uh, well, this month, brevity, brevity. That how you say month? that brevity? I don't even know what that word means. Well, it's definitely Splatoon. Or at least that's what it looks like. <laughs> so I guess we'll check out the... What? Well, we gotta check out number one. The Last Remnant? Never played it. Don't even know what it is. Let's are in the way so i can't really see the screen here um <laughs> so that was the number one and uh yeah there you go the, the <laughs> number three 
the number three looks like it would be like we might know it. Uh, the the song name is. I don't know if I could say this, but hole of Skull Castle. And that's in Mega Man 6. I don't remember it being named that, but uh, <laughs> let's check it out. just missed the two minute mark did it no i have no idea <laughs> so that was full of skull castle let's check this out this was number seven star maze super mario land 2 if it wants to play well that's why they came in seventh place <laughs> tactical difficulties oh no our internet is down It's just gonna do that for another two minutes. So 19th place is a uh, title from, Death from Hunt. Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt. <laughs> that missed the two minute mark. <laughs> yeah, that should. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. They did great. It sounds just like it. Yeah, no, they uh, that should definitely be an alternate entry, but whatever. Mario Wrong Pipe. This is number 21. This is last place.
Okay. <laughs> last place. That's what you get. Minimal effort, last place. <laughs> Ouch. What do we got going on for this month? What's the duel of February? Yoko. You want to take a crack at it? Shimamura? Shimamura? Yeah, she, Shimamura? yeah probably Shimamura. Shimamura? Click on the list of games. So she's written music for... Uh, Oh, wow. Actually, a lot of good games. Mario and Luigi, Kingdom Hearts. Street Fighter. Street Fighter, yeah. Nemo. I don't think this is the Nemo we're thinking of. No, side-scrolling fantasy arcade. Oh, so she, oh, Super Mario RPG. That had really good music. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. I'm surprised Koji Kondo. I'm sure he did some songs, so she probably did some work on that, too. Oh, here you go. Xenoblade. I've never played that. Is it good? I've never played it either, but I, uh, I hear from Nemo. He loves it. Is that, what kind of game is it? JRPG. Oh, okay. So yeah, if you're a musician and you like video games and you want to do this, dwellingofduels.com. Dot com. Go to it. It'll be in the links below. Probably not. That's a joke. Don't go there. Just type it in. <laughs> we don't have links below. We could. We could. If this is Facebook, it'll be in the links above. Just click read more. <laughs> if this is... Twitter, it'll be... No. <laughs> okay. Um, I meant oh, to do it. this last time. Oh, the, yeah, I want to... I kind of want to check that out because I want to see it. Okay, David Lee Roth. You guys know who David Lee Roth is, and if you don't, he used to sing for Van Halen, and I thought that he was really good, but now Sammy Hagar is definitely better. So he has a residency, or he did. I don't know if it's still going on, but he had one in Vegas. And uh, let's just roll the video. We're gonna dance, really? How long? Oh, oh night long. Yeah. Are we gonna work out? No, we're gonna run. Who's my working out partner? I am. <laughs> yeah. Are you talking about love? I am not. This is. <laughs> City for dancing the night away, huh? You know, kick that shit off, get on one time. Look out! money for this well it was in vegas and i'm sure they paid something it probably was not free Ugh. it's painful i feel bad for him because he used to be pretty awesome
He must have just like stopped singing and just like lost just all started his smoking or drinking or both. Oh, that was painful. That hurts. <laughs> Uh, I think we need to listen to something to heal ourselves from that. <laughs> what have you been listening to lately? Of course, I have been listening to Rush. Oh, R.I.P. Neil Pert. And I don't know how to pronounce this. La Villa Strangiato. Nailed it. Probably one of my favorite songs that they do. Uh, the live versions are the best. Anyway. You want to hear the whole song, go check it out for yourself. It's a good 10-minute song. All of it's awesome. Everything's different. There's, like, blues in it. There's jazz in it. There's rock in it. In this one, there's polka in it. How do you get better? Yeah, I mean, they just, they did it all, honestly. And it's just, the whole thing is just, it's sad. It really is. I'm just sad that I'll never, I'm sad because of selfish things that I'll never be able to see them Again. Again. <laughs> I never got to see them once, so at least you got that. Yeah. It was great. It was magical. It's crazy. I wonder if they'll ever, uh, like, do a show with this, like... How? I mean, I feel... Like, I drummers? Feel, right, mean? yeah. I feel like there's so many people... There's so many drummers that have been influenced by Neil Peart. Like, they could probably, like, get, like, five or... Okay. Like, have each drummer, like, do a song. So you're talking, like, how they did for... Um, when Freddie Mercury died, they had a big tribute thing, and every... Famous people sang his song. Right. And, it, I mean, it wasn't the same, but some of them were pretty good. George Michael sang. Like, I, I feel like that's something they might look into, just because they, I'm sure they both know, like, how many people loved and, like, how many bands. Like, I'm sure if you ask all the bands that are out there, like, in rock and metal, even in metal, for sure. Like, I know, like, between the Barry and me, like, that drummer's like, oh, yeah, Neil Peart, like, you know, like, it just pretty much any genre like that he's influenced just about anybody who's touched a drum kit you know so uh what have you been listening to anything new anything good uh, i've been listening to chon a lot sean chon c-h-o-n and then um but before that oh yeah let's crack this one oh open. another little red little barn. red barn go check them out there in winston this one's suck it up buttercup it's a collaboration with uh, brassworks uh, yes um it's a peanut butter stout. Really good. I rated this one a five on my untapped. Uh, mm-hmm. on my untapped. Me too. I also rated a five. It's a little bit light. It's not too rich. It has good peanut butter taste. I feel like I can drink a lot of it, and that's why I gave it a five. Not too many stouts I can keep on drinking. This one comes in at 7.1%. Yeah, it's light. <laughs> and uh it tastes delicious. It's light on the stomach, not light in percent. No, but it's got really good peanut butter flavor. It's just smooth and roasty, like just everything you want in a stout, but not I couldn't t- find anything wrong with not, it. Not not too overpowering on the peanut Cheers. butter. There's like not there's just just the right amount of like added flavor oh yeah little red barn go check them out go get some beer go get some crawlers go get some growlers go get everything 
They have merch too. Get shirts. Drink whatever. all. Drink all their beer. Just drink all their beer. Then they'll have to make more. All right, let's check this out. Sean. Sean. Bubble Dream. Oh, pop. They're so good. They're on my list. I gotta see them. And I kind of I want to see Sean too, but they'll be uh they're actually touring with Coheed and Cambria this spring. They're on that tour, so uh, they're actually gonna be in Worcester. So I might go check that out. It's uh, I believe it's in March. All right. Next up, hockey. <laughs> we so we got the trade deadline on two twenty four. Honestly, I don't know much about what the other teams are going to do because I've only been paying attention to the Bruins deal with it because we live in New England. We like the Bruins. Everybody else hates them. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah, Donnie, suck it. (laughs) (laughs) So right now the hottest rumors are the Bruins are trying to... My opinion differs from whatever else. Like the Bruins need help with secondary scoring. They also need a left winger because, or a right winger, I believe, because we're too loaded on left wings. So Chris Kreider from New York Rangers and Tyler Toffoli from Los Angeles Kings. Uh, I think Toffoli would probably be the better option just because he'd be cheaper long term, whereas Chris Kreider is going to be UFA and going to want too much money. And we'd have to probably, for if we want to get Kreider, we'd have to probably trade a few good players just because the Rangers asking price is pretty high. Uh, we could probably get to Foley for like a cheap prospect and a draft pick. So I'd rather go that route, but that's just my opinion. And I probably don't mean much, but uh, the Bruins have been hot lately. They won six in a row and then they blew it against Detroit yesterday, but can't win them all. No. Nah, well, that was definitely the refs versus, but I'm not going to get into it because I'm not going to start drama, but Eh. If you're a Bruins fan, you know. Yeah. You know. You do. Right now, the Bruins are in first place in the entire league. Suck it, rest of the NHL. Ho oh. <laughs> ho! And uh, actually, we're, we're three points ahead of Washington. And Washington only has a game in hand, but I read something about how that's kind of irrelevant. So that's pretty neat. Um, hey, wait, hold on now. Let's check out where the Devils are. Let me just scroll down. Oh, you got to go down the long way, buddy. Oh, wow. They're not in last. Yeah, but look who is. The team that just beat the f***ing Bruins. Well, they got to win sometime. (laughs) But, um, so if the playoffs started, the Bruins would be playing Carolina. So that series kind of got, well, that's if they started today. So, I mean, the playoffs don't start for at least another two more months, but... There's a possible matchup. Obviously, Tampa, Toronto's still in the picture. Teams looking to get in are Philly, Florida, and the Habs, surprisingly, because the Habs have been on a kind of hot streak. So those are the three teams trying to get in on the East. And they haven't fired Claude. Don't know why, but whatever. In the West, we got Vancouver on top of the, top of the Western Conference there, followed by Edmonton and the Knights, then St. Louis, the defending Stanley Cup champions. Colorado and Dallas with the wild cards being Winnipeg and Calgary with Arizona, Nashville and Minnesota creeping up there too. So it's going to get tight this next couple of months. It's always exciting. And then obviously 
just playoff hockey, which is the best. Like the first, the first round, in my opinion, is better than any. Like I love the Stanley Cup final, but the first round of playoffs, when you've got games every night, teams are going nuts, fans are going nuts. That's there's just no better sports experience. Like that whole like two weeks of the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs are just amazing, in my opinion. And that also means summer. That is true. So a lot to look forward there in hockey season. We'll definitely try to keep you more updated. All right. That concludes episode <laughs> one. If you like this video, then like it and share <laughs> it and like our page. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll be back. I don't know. We're not on a schedule, but we're going to like a month. huh? I don't know. We'll try to do. <laughs> Maybe we'll be back. We'll try to drop a couple episodes a month, a month. All right. I think that's pretty fair, right? I think so. You know, at least at least two a month, hopefully. All right. Slap that like button. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone.